Welcome to Grumpy Young Man. I'm Kyle Souza. You seen this thing about Jewish baby strollers? It makes me sick. This is ridiculous. This is absurd. This is wrong. This is hateful. This is messed up. So this may be old news. I know I saw it a couple weeks ago. And I didn't have this podcast up and running when I saw it. But it is still out there. And anti-Semitism is still out there. And guess what? There's also Semitic people that aren't Jews. Just as a cultural or anthropological thing. I don't know. Not an anthropology major. Or whatever humanities major. To know all the right words. But there's... When people say anti-Semite or anti-Semitic, they mean anti-Jew, anti-Jewish. And that's what I'm talking about here. For some reason, people have found it amusing to put the label Jewish baby stroller on grills. The thing you cook meat with. How screwed up is that? How screwed up is it to target a single people group and say, Hey, your offspring should be cooked. This is where they belong. If you are propagating this, you're part of the problem. If you are being entertained by this, you need to ask yourself some serious questions. Why am I looking at this and finding some sort of enjoyment in this hateful meme. Okay, it was brought to my attention when, I forget what website it was, ran an article about how uh, there was these search results when people searched on Google and pulled up images for Jewish baby stroller and it showed these grills and smokers. And the article that I was reading was really about Google's response because I'm in the tech space and that's the kind of articles that come into my feed without me even looking for them. And Google said, this stuff is on the internet. This is how it's labeled on the internet. And if you go looking for it, you're going to find it. And they said they were working on how to address the issue. Here's the thing, okay? I'm going to put the the main issue aside for a moment and talk about Google. Google's not to blame here. Google has done its job and done it very well. They have made it possible that when you go looking for something, you find it. And if you go looking for something bad or something messed up, chances are you're going to find it. And in fact, we should find it. We should be able to find it. Let me phrase it that way. We should be able to see the messed up things that people write in their basements at night when they think no one will track them down. And they say really disturbing things and make really disturbing videos and what not else they do. Last part of that sentence didn't work out well. But I think you get the picture. We should be able to see That there are neo-Nazis in the world. That there are racists in the world. That there are bigots in the world. Because we need to be able to identify them. And I'm not saying to just ostracize everybody who doesn't agree with you. But I'm saying that we should be able to identify potential problems. And and 
being able to find that content online is part of I part of identifying those problems, but it does provide access to people to find some really bad things. I don't think that it would be wise for us to ask Google to be the gatekeeper on what people can and can't access that is not explicitly breaking the law. And as terrible as it is, making a meme, a racist, anti-Semitic meme, is not against the law, nor should it be. Because people have the right to be bigots, and it's terrible, and I don't like it when they do it, but they should be able to do that, and we should be able to address them on it. We should be able to ostracize them for it. We should be able to, in a sense, punish them in the court of public opinion for being wrong, okay? Back to my topic, though. This Jewish baby stroller. Who even comes up with this? Who comes up with, oh, you know what they should do with this certain ethnicity of baby? They should cook them. Where have you been for the last 70 years? 80 years? The Third Reich lost, okay? And this is serious stuff. It is serious stuff to tell people that their children should die, that that's where they belong, in a place of death. That's a serious thing. It's not a joke. And if it is a joke to you, you've got some problems. And I'm not trying to just hate on you to make you feel bad about yourself. But if you don't like what I'm saying, go ahead. Come at me. Tell me why I am wrong to say that you're wrong for making these memes and enjoying this hate speech. Please, leave me a review. Leave me a one-star review with your name attached to it and detail in your review why exactly you're in the right for finding enjoyment in the idea of a defenseless child being cooked to death. And if you can't do that, then don't leave a one-star review. Or if you won't do that, don't leave a one-star review. Because then you're also a coward on top of being a bigot. You're a coward. Now, if you want to leave a five-star review, that's great. You can say whatever, you know, whatever. Leave a five-star review, say good things. You can leave a five-star review and say bad things too, but uh, it's going to be very confusing to people if they read it. So leave a bad review or a bad rating with a bad review and a good rating with a good review. Just to get that out of the way. Back on topic. It makes me sick. Sick to my stomach. And it hurts my head. It makes me so sad that it physically affects me. When I think of the hate that must be in people's hearts to do this. And no, they're not cooking a child, but they're saying that this is where that child belongs. That's not okay. And if you believe what the Bible says, that thinking about a woman inappropriately is the same as assaulting her, molesting her, raping her, 
then thinking that these children should die, you're guilty of murder. In fact, the Bible says that if you hate your brother, you got a sin of murder there in your heart and in your mind. So again, if you're going to tell me I'm wrong, you better not be using any uh, Christian uh, beliefs in your argument because if you are, you're just grossly misunderstanding the Bible. And from a human perspective, a non-religious perspective, there are great things that have happened in this world, in the United States, which is where I am and where I'm from, and most of who I'm talking to is in the United States, that have been done by Jewish people. So why would you want to get rid of some people who do great things? Does every Jewish person do something great for the world? On a grand scale? No. What have you done that's great for the world? Hmm? That's what I thought. Now, if you're not disagreeing with me, that last little bit wasn't for you. Here's what I have for the people that are on the same page as me. The way we fight this is... If we see it out in the wild, somebody sends you a meme and they are intending for you to enjoy it, let them know you don't enjoy that, that you find it wrong, that you find it unacceptable, and that you will not tolerate that behavior. One time, I was at work and there was this guy. Let's call him, let's call him, let's call him Brent. Okay, there's a guy named Brent at work. And he would make comments about female co-workers when they were not in earshot. And one time there was another co-worker. Uh, let's, let's give her a name. Um, Kim. Let's call her Kim. Okay. Kim walks by and Brent's like, you know, makes a comment along lines of, oh, Kyle, guess what I would like to do with her? Or you know what I would like to do with her. Yeah, he assumed something. Oh, you know what I'd like to do with her. And I just said, no, Brent. What would you like to do to our coworker? Kim, come over here. Brent has something he would like to do with you. Let's hear what it is. Guess what? Brent didn't talk to me anymore. Brent and I were not friends before that. A lot of people tolerated him. I did not tolerate him. And I made it very clear to him that I wasn't going to tolerate him. You have to take that same approach with this. That is how we fight bigotry, by letting people know that it is unacceptable. And then you can explain to them why. But first they have to accept the fact that it is unacceptable. My example at the workplace there, that was a less mature version than what I'm advocating here. Because you may need to tell somebody why it's wrong to be anti-Semitic. And, and that's okay. You can explain it to people. Be kind. You don't win somebody over to your side by making them feel stupid or guilty or hating themselves. You win them over to your side, to the side of right, by showing them what is right and what is wrong and why and encouraging them to do the right thing because they can. And you forgive them for their past when they didn't do the right thing. 
And there may be consequences from their past, but you can both forgive them and them have consequences at the same time. Forgiving is not forgetting. It is not just wiping it away or sweeping it under the rug. But it is our duty as people that want to live in a world not filled with hate and bigotry and specifically anti-Semitism to address these issues when the opportunity comes up. So educate people. Let people know. Let your kids know. If you have kids, if you've got teenage kids, I'm not saying to go talk to your three-year-old about this, but if you've got kids that have learned about World War II, if you've got kids that understand racism to some degree, if you've got kids that can handle this conversation, have a conversation with them about this. Get their thoughts and let them tell you why this is wrong. Or if they don't see a problem with it, explain to them why it is a problem. Depending on the age of the child, you might start with something like, how would you feel if the thing that was most precious to you in the world, I said, should be burned up? And what if before something that was precious to you had been taken away from you and burned on a grill? And now we want to take that new thing that's precious to you and put it on a grill and burn it up. That's going to bring back a lot of trauma. Generational trauma. And kids will actually understand that pretty well. They are pretty smart. They're almost like little adults. These children are with a brain and their own thought processes that you can utilize, that they can utilize just like an adult would. And maybe not with the same life experience, but sometimes that lack of life experience actually gives them some clarity. So you probably won't even have to explain to your kids why it's wrong. They will know that this is wrong, that it is wrong to hate someone for that person's race, for that person's religion, for that person's genealogy. It's wrong. But there's a lot of adults that don't think it's wrong. There's a lot of adults that think it's amusing. And that makes me sad that they find it amusing because that shows not only that there's something wrong with them as far as being bigoted is concerned, but that they don't care about other people's feelings, that there is no empathy, that there is no sympathy. And we just can't continue on in a society, in a well-functioning society, without sympathy and empathy. We need that. We have to seek to understand each other. And people being entertained by hate speech show me such a lack of empathy that I start to lose hope in our society. And hope can mean a lot of things. And in this case, I mean the thought that our society can improve, maybe even will improve, and that it will function in a reasonable, logical way with the best interest of the most people in mind. That's my hope in this scenario. And this, this diminishes that hope.
when I see this being propagated. Since being brought to its attention, I have seen fewer of these offensive images show up in image search results, but they still do exist. And the articles about them still do exist. So you can get to that source material. It, it can be found pretty easily. Instead of looking straight at the images, just look at the web results. First several articles are about this problem, and they, they do include links, at least the good ones, links to source material. And that's what I'm advocating. I'm not advocating that Google put terrible things in our face to say, look at this terrible thing, do something about it. I'm not going to. But that if you go looking for a terrible thing, that you be able to find it so that you can understand it and so that you can address it. And so hopefully we can eradicate it through positive incremental social change. Okay. That's enough sadness and anger right now. I'm going to go eat some ice cream or something because I I don't know where to go from here on this topic. If you think of a good place to go on this topic, let me know. And there should be comments with this on YouTube or iTunes or Spreaker or wherever. Leave me some comments. Thanks.